welcome to the American Experience Podcast. I'm Monique. And I'm Satoya. We are two close friends that share a passion for self-care, personal growth, and women's empowerment through honest dialogue and shared life experiences. Thank Thank you for for joining us. us. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Emergent Experience Podcast. Um, Today we decided to speak about mentorship or having a mentor. Um, A lot of times we have this uh, idea of what our ideal mentor should be. And there are also other times where we want a mentor, but we don't even know what we want a mentor for. Right. And this episode, we're going to kind of talk about the details of that. Why do we need one? How to find one? And what things you need to have on your end? Like what um, checks do you need to have before you go and start um, seeking one? And we're also going to share our own personal experiences mm-hmm. with mentors and um, what that's been like for us. So we found this really interesting article on Fast Company that talks about how not to find a mentor. It's eight different people, successful people that talk about their interaction with mentorship and what not to look for. And so I'm just going to go through that list real quick. One, it's about the person, not their position. Two, don't always expect a relationship. Mentorship comes in all different forms, which I think we'll touch on a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Three, instead of insisting on coffee or dinner meetings, be flexible. Four, in addition to looking up for mentors, look to your right and left. Five, your mentor usually finds you, not the other way around, which eh, I think that's debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, six, don't always look for someone like you. Seven, don't ask a CEO for the roadmap. Ask for advice on how to navigate. And eight, remember to take, remember to give and take. Don't be a greedy mentee. Nine, mentorship is not a life vest. Mm-hmm. I feel like those those were relatively helpful. Um, I think there are some that's uh, debatable, mm-hmm. depending on I guess the mentorship the mentorship situation that someone's trying to get themselves into. But absolutely, and this topic kind of came up because we're both in a position in our life where we are transitioning. We are um, transitioning careers. We are. Either I just, as you guys may have known, I don't know if I talked about it, but I graduated with my doctor of nursing. And even when I was in the program, I had to seek my own mentor. And I specifically had tunnel vision because I felt like, okay, I'm a woman of color. Um, there's not too many women of color in my position or with with this degree who is also a psych MP. So I need to find another woman of color who has uh, this degree and is doing certain things. And let me tell you something. That was like finding a needle in a haystack. Right. Um, I I feel like I have the same experience, like trying to find a woman of color because I'm I'm wrapping up my my master's degree in ministry. And I was trying to find a woman of color as well, which I did. Um, But finding another one... (laughs) been challenging. Yeah. And it's not that I am ra- you know, racist or biased against someone else who's not of color, but there's something very specific that we people of color do experience in leadership in our lives that another person most likely will not 
completely understand. Right. Um, And there's a certain context that you don't have to, there's a certain amount of context that's already shared. mm -hmm. So you can almost like dive in a little further, a little faster. Yeah. Instead of me constantly explaining my experience in order for them to understand and then apply what they know based on my explanation. It's, it's, it's really annoying, but these are the things that happen. Um, I actually got lucky and found someone through LinkedIn and she even shared her experience. It was a blessing. She shared her experience with me having the same issues, um, being the only person of color in the entire program in the South, completely different how it is over here on the East coast. Um, and just having that was very helpful for me. And it helped, she helped me get where I needed to go. And the encouragement was important because a lot of times I'm really uh, a self-starter. I usually get everything that I need and, and get it done. What I usually want, what I really needed at the time was just the supportive part. Like, you know, you look like you're doing well. Let me tell you, um, as far as your paper, let me tell you what looks like. Um, let me tell you what I would add. She didn't have to do any editing. That's not what I was looking for. I had that all down pat. But just someone who can kind of give me her, her experience and share because I had everything. Like I said I had everything down pat at that point. It was it was a done deal. Um, I also find it difficult. I found it difficult because I did know some people who I either met through school or through work when I was at NYU in a master's program. But because they're in a needle in a haystack, they're very busy. And right. I, they're very busy. So sometimes taking on someone who, taking on a mentee, just maybe, it's just too much work for them. And yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad. I felt rejected. Like, man, you, you know, you guys tell me how great I am or how much potential I have, but... But not enough for them to make the time to work with you. Yeah. So there's there there's those two things, and um, right now currently, I am in a position or in a, I'm at a point where I need to really. I have some goals, to be published, which, is I'm in the process to expand my um. Expand my. I have my my knowledge base is here, but I need to expand my presence in my specialty, which is, of course, uh, minority mental health, um, adolescent, child and adolescent psychiatry, of course. And I'm very um, well-versed in trauma, PTSD, complex trauma, those things. And I'm trying to expand that. I'm trying to make my presence known. And as much as I can use podcasting and all these other outlets, there's something missing. And I know there's something missing. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I love books. I love to read and also love audiobooks. So I went and bought Sarah, um, Stacey Abrams' book called Minority Leader. And she hit so many things on a nose. I want to say chapter five. That's when she talked about mentorship. And it really opened up my eyes about what I'm looking for. Number one, uh, one of the things I remember her mentioning, saying that sometimes you have this vision of who your mentor is and it it's not necessarily that person. Um, sometimes they're right under your nose. And yeah. sometimes they're not even in the same field as you are, but they have exactly the information you need to get ahead or move forward or evolve. Yes, that reminds me of the Condoleezza Rice quote where she says, 
search for role models you can look up to and people who take an interest in your career. But here's an important warning. You don't have to have mentors who look like you. Had I been waiting for a black female Soviet specialist mentor, I would still be waiting. Most of my mentors have been old white men because they were the ones who dominated my field. Mm -hmm. But that's so, that's such a wise, um, that's such a, yeah, like that's super wise because while I was trying to find somebody that looks like me that had an, that had um, as many overlapping experiences, I should have just been looking for someone that is dominating the things that I want to go into. Like I'm passionate about spiritual formation. I'm passionate about um, trauma and healing. So there are ways that I can, there are ways that I can interact with people or find a mentor in that particular area. But what's more valuable is finding somebody that maybe is doing their own work in that area that isn't necessarily in that field. Mm-hmm. that can impart information or can impart knowledge or someone that I can learn from and grow from. That makes a lot of sense. And it actually puts things in perspective on how we view her as well. Think about it. You know, we have, there's some negative, people have some negative connotations about her, but if you think about that, if she had no mentor, she's literally doing this on her own. Yeah. And there's going to be mistakes made, especially when you didn't have anyone that looks like you. Right. To guide you. So she's the first and she will make sure when she has someone under her wing, things will be much different. Yeah. Because now she knows how to navigate this as a black woman. That makes a lot of sense. I, I never even think about that the last time we even talked about that quote. So um, she also talked about peer mentorship. I think a lot of times we forget that sometimes, not even sometimes, many times our own peers have a lot of advice and experiences that we can use in our own life in our own careers and our you know and that we can apply and move forward um in her book she talked about someone who worked in finance who helped her kind of grow or change the way she led her group um in the position that she was in at a law firm and this person was a one someone who worked in finance she's an attorney two different completely different specialties but she was able to go to her in her distress, in her confusion, and this person in finance had a human resources background, and she was able to apply all the knowledge that she got to to her own um, issue, and became successful. So um, we can't forget our peers. That's true. That's really true. One of the I have a relationship with, I guess I would consider a peer right now, um, and it's. It's so fulfilling. I have learned so much from her. Mm. I've learned so much from her in just even a short amount of time. But I think the tendency is to look for someone that either is heading in the same exact direction that you're going or looking for someone that's like been there, someone that has had years of experience. But I think that there's something valuable to learn from someone that is walking alongside you because then you can also learn like what their process in is what their process is in the in the same kind of like places and spaces that you're both inhabiting. Mm-hmm. So like there are things that I learned from her about goal setting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's something that she under she understands really well because we're in a similar place. But the way that she does it, I realize oh that would actually work better for me than what I'm doing. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. 
Um, and then when it comes to your peers, we always, we have different um, personalities. We have different networks. We connect with different people. And a lot of times the resources from your peer can be exactly what you need to right. help um, accomplish the goals that you have set. And I kind of want to touch that. Usually when you're looking for a mentor, um, you need to know what you need a mentor for. Calling someone, emailing someone, hey, can you be my mentor? That's a little too bland. What is your goal? What yes. do you want to accomplish? And be I want specific. Very specific and don't have a, a, a gigantic list, like an overabundance of like maybe 20 goals. No. What is your top three goals? That's for me. My top three goals that you know this mentor can help guide you. Yes. And I know I know that there are going to be people out there because I, I have been one of those people. And I would say I'm still in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in goal setting recovery because I'm one of those people that's like, oh, three, that's feels like that's not enough, but you have to think about the fact that every goal has sub goals and those sub goals have sub goals. Mm -hmm. So t picking three goals is more than enough. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. As you guys heard me say before, I had those three things that I wanted to get done. I actually emailed someone who is well known internationally in nursing, who was a professor of mine, who um, always had encouraging things and was very, anytime we, we, we were around each other or she, the last time we ran into each other, each other, she said, Monique, you should be having this done. This should be done. You have all this content, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, I'm, you know, she kind of was there. She's always been around and I mustered up the courage to send her an email. And she said yes, with not a hesitation. And she's no joke. She was just like, okay, here's your assignment. Once this is done, you will let me know and we will meet and, you know, we will meet. And I was like, okay. That's okay. amazing. Yeah, so I'm excited and I'm up for the challenge and, I, and I'm ready to move forward. So, um, But you know what's so cool about being that specific is that, like, if you email a, a potential mentor all of the information that you're looking for, mm -hmm. you have given them the gift of being able to decide whether they can or they cannot quickly. Mm -hmm. You've presented them with all the information, all the criteria, what you're looking for. Then they can look at it and say, I can actually help this person with this. Or they could even refer you to another mentor that they think would be better suited, which in a way is mentorship in and of itself. Absolutely. So um, those are the things that you guys need to really focus on. What do I, what are my goals and how can, and ask yourself, the person who I have in mind, can they help me with these goals? Right. Um, that's number one. And we talk about, it's, to, it's about the person, not the position. Sometimes you're looking for this prestige president of the United States to mentor you. And the reality <laughs> <this> is, <laughs> huh, and the reality is, <laughs> That's not necessarily what you need. Just because, you know, just because the person may not be in the position that you strive to be in doesn't mean they can help you. Because ask yourself, I can ask myself right now, am I published? Nope. I'm a published podcaster. Self-published, okay? Am I published? No. Are you published? Or whatever that goal is. Do I, are those three things that you decided that you want to work on. If you are, if you, and apparently you haven't accomplished it. So 
that means you need to find the person who has accomplished that. Whether they have done it for a short time, whether they have done it 20 years ago, they have done it and they know how to give you that information. So you have to be a little, you have to think, think bigger, okay? Think beyond the position or I should say think deeper. Um, don't always expect a relationship. That was number two we mentioned. Every mentor, you're not going to be best friends, okay? Um, and honestly, sometimes a friendship can, can flourish from it. But do not have that expectation. Um, sitting down and meeting with your mentor and then talking about your marriage and how you hate your husband or your wife and how you um, want to just kill everyone and everyone gets on your <laughs> nerve. The fact you're you're taking out their time, right? And you're right. venting. Hmm. You might want to think about how they may look at you because I think I'm very caring and kind. But if you are overwhelmed with emotions when we're in the middle of a um, a mentor mentoring meeting, I am going to double guess or do, uh, wonder if you're even ready to to um, handle the information and move forward because this is a time I'm taking out precious time for you, and this is not what this meeting is about. Not saying that I won't be, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not caring, but I might say, hey, you know what? We might have to reschedule this meeting. Uh, maybe you need to get some things in order before we can get this. I'm very focused. The house could be a mess, but you best believe when I get to that mentorship meeting, we're not talking about what's happening at home. We're talking about the goals right. and the work because I'm focused. And, and I do think, though, that there, I do think that there is space to discuss Mm-hmm. emotion but in a way that is productive so like mm-hmm. in one of the mentorships that I had um I was having some issues navigating navigating emotionally in a space where I was the only intersectional person mm-hmm. and because I know that my mentor has that specific she has that ex- that specific experience I knew that she could give me advice that I could take as opposed to just being like, like word vomiting all over her and just be like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would just be like, okay, what's going on? Okay. Um, well, you have to recognize that this is the dynamic here. And like, she was just really helpful in terms of helping me to emotionally mature mm. and helping me to emotionally navigate certain spaces. Well, that, yeah, but that's a good example. Productive. It can't just be like, it can't just be like everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. With gasoline, like at all times. Um, I like this, uh, the idea of instead of insisting on coffee or dinner meetings, be flexible. People are busy. You are busy. And some people are not. <laughs> but a lot in this day and age, people have several jobs. People are doing different things. So just be open. If they say, Hey, you're going to, if you, and you shouldn't be in control of the meet as far as you in control of where you meet, allow your mentor to say, okay, you can meet me in the, on the West side because that's just what works for them. And you find your way down there. Okay. I'm just being real. Um, and then you can probably do a Skype session or, or FaceTime phone call, whatever that is. Be open. Or email them a list of questions and concerns or situation like it might even need to be an email situation but as long as you have access like the goal is that you have access to them Mm -hmm. the fact that you have access to them it has to be in a way that works for them absolutely so just being flexible and being able to you you can show value that you value their time and you value um, how much they're pouring into you by being flexible and showing up in ways that works for them. 
Exactly. Um, I think I already covered, in addition to looking for mentors, look to your right and your left, meaning sometimes a person is right in front of you, literally. Sometimes a person, you're running around looking for someone and they're right next to you. Right. Um, your mentor usually finds you. So what do you think about that? Um, well, (laughs) I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's always true. I think, I think that someone can maybe take a hint that someone believes in them Mm -hmm. and that someone sees, um, their potential. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know that someone couldn't go out there and say, hey, um, I admire your work. Um, I've read your book, X, Y, Z, and I would really love to mentor you. I would love to be mentored by you in this area, that area, and this area. These are my top three goals, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with someone um, going out and looking for a mentor. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, um, some people may agree, may not agree, you know, it is what it is, but I find that being a woman of color, um, first generation in America, living in a predominantly black neighborhood, at least I was raised in a predominantly not black neighborhood, the resources were kind of few. Even as bright and intelligent as I am, I wasn't walking around with scholars and, and, um, professors or, you know, my mom's friend is a doctor and a this and a that. It wasn't a bunch of that for me. So I kind of had to navigate on my own and I had to figure things out with very little. So my mentor is not usually just around. Um, it's not until I got into a very good private school in New York City, NYU, is when things start to open up and I realized, whoa, this is all the stuff that I needed. Um, if you ever go into the town that I'm from out here in New York, they're trying and striving, but they're not, they're definitely not there yet. And I remember going to a summer program at Rye Country Day and was blown away by their science, their science, um, lab. And I kept saying, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. This is the science lab I should be working in when I'm in high school, not the little rinky dink thing that I had. And when you compare, there's like, there's no comparison resources and where you are has a lot to do with it. And a lot of women of color absolutely face this. Okay. So this is just something you have to understand. Like I can be, someone look at me like I may be the primary, but I believe I am. I believe I have a lot to offer, but a white woman in this who may be around the same age as me and may have the same potential as me. Most likely I always feel that the white, um, the person who could be the mentor, that white woman would identify with the white woman more than myself. Um, of course, things change now because my mentor is a is not a black woman or a minority, but this is the stuff that I have experienced in my life, and this is just my truth. But you had to, like, but you went out and you, like, you put yourself out there, which mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone putting themselves out there. I think, like, I think there are situations where a mentor may find a mentee, mm-hmm. um, and I could see that being a situation where someone has been watching your work and someone has been admiring um, the mentee and then wanting to pour into them, which I don't think is a bad thing either because then that means that you've your your work is being noticed, which is amazing. 
But I also don't think that that means that someone shouldn't go out there and look for the mentorship that they feel they need. Mm -hmm. And then you can have multiple mentors in different areas or for different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Don't ask the CEO for the roadmap, but ask for the advice on how to navigate. That's more important, how to navigate when things come up. I think sometimes, you know, you see like Oprah's life and -and so-and-so's life and you just want to do the same thing that that they did. It doesn't work that way. And honestly, everyone's journey is going to be different. And I'm clearly understandable. It's understandable um, to, to have that expectation. Like, you know, I need to know how you did it. And I'm going yeah. to follow you exactly. No, it can't work that way. No. And it won't work that way because everybody has to go through their own process. And I think that when people ask others for a roadmap, they're making a very large assumption about where that person is and where that person believes they are. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Oprah probably doesn't think that she's like, she's probably not done. You know what I mean? Like she's probably still in route. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if someone just asking her for the roadmap while she's still en route, just like, no, dude, go through your own process. Mm-hmm. But ask me how to nav or how to help you navigate your process. Um, one of the things um, this particular number seven mentioned, the person mentioned about just them telling their mentor telling the mentee stories of their life or the the different obstacles they went through. That is so vital. You get so much richness from that. You get a big point. You get a huge lesson from that. And then when you come across an obstacle that may not even be the same, but you remember what they did to hear the word, navigate around it, you're able to apply it to your life and you're able to apply it to your own journey. Um, I think that's very important. So um, number eight, States, remember to give and take, right? Don't be a greedy mentee. It's not about you just taking, taking, taking and just drying the person out. But just be thoughtful, be mindful, um, empower each other, and encourage each other, and be grateful. Thank you. And and I think for me, the best way to show me that you are grateful is by really being just doing the job, being on time. If I give you an assignment, you get it done. And to me, that's enough because I, I want to see people's success. Um, and mentorship is not a life vest. They're not here to save your life. They're not here to take you out from the deep end. Right. And they're not, the mentor isn't the one that is doing the work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to do the work. You have to apply yourself. I'm doing a mentorship right now and we're going through a book together and I have assignments. I have reading that I have to do. I have um, things that I need to fill out. I need in, I have information that I need to gather before each mentorship meeting. Mm-hmm. And I get it done, you know? Like, the action of doing the work um, is what's important. That's, yeah. And not the, not the mentor in and of itself. Like, my mentor isn't going to save me. My mentor isn't going to get me to the next level if I am not applying myself and doing the work. And I love that it says, it, um, from that article, it says it should be mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. When I, I, I remember I took a mentor, and this was like a one-time mentor. <clears throat> it wasn't um, 
it wasn't a mentorship situation that was recurring. It literally, like, I met with this woman one time and I took her out for breakfast because I had a list of questions I wanted to ask her. Mm. And so it was worth her while because, I mean, she had to eat breakfast anyway. <laughs> and, <laughs> and secondly, she didn't have to pay for it. So, um, and that was very valuable for me. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, a book is on a person, but books can be, I, I mean, Stacey Abrams, I don't know if I'll ever have someone like her as a mentor, but her book that I'm reading right now, I'm getting a lot of resources and I feel like it's a mentorship because it's an audio book. So she's talking to me. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, and... But I feel like that, I feel like that fits though, because even if you're not getting the physical person, mm -hmm. you're getting their ideas. It's worth and you're wow. getting the story you know mm -hmm. like you're getting access to their story you're getting access to their ideas you're getting to revisit those stories and those ideas and draw away from it you know mm -hmm. i feel like that definitely applies oh my gosh Especially if you don't have access to the person you don't know what it feels well maybe you do when you look at someone who looks like you literally like you guys look alike full figured hair skin They've been through the same, very similar walks of life, understand the whole thing about resources and being a person of color. It changes everything. Oh, wow. So you got to this place. Um, so just look for those things. You have to be on the search. You can't sit down and wait for something to come to you. When you know you have, an, a, goal, you have a goal to achieve and you know that there are people who have done it, start looking. Start writing down these goals and start thinking about who can help me and how. Can I help myself? You know? Right. Um, and understand what healthy mentorship is. Mentorship is usually led by the mentee. Meaning, you know what you want. You have your goals set. You create them. And you, you do the work. Um, you should have... You have to take the initiative. Um, you should already know what, what you want. But they will provide with you the help and guidance. Okay? That's what they're right. going to do. They're going to guide. Yes. Don't waste their time. Yes. Know exactly what you're looking for. Um, have your top three goals that you're wanting to work on. Mm -hmm. Don't just show up with nothing. Absolutely. And um, make sure the expectations are that. They guide. They're not your editor. Unless they offer that, that is not something... They are not your editor. They're not here to write your papers. They're not here to do your work. Okay? So um, those are very important things you need to know when seeking mentorship. Or when you decide to take up um, a mentee. I can't wait to do I can't wait to do that. I mean, I think that's so important. And I think because of the struggle that I had trying to find someone, I'm definitely going to make sure I make myself available for a, ment a mentee. Even if it's one, one to two a year, I'm going to make it happen. I mean, I'm going to have a curriculum ready, guys. It's not even a joke. Um, I think that's what I, all I have to say. Katoya, have any words? No, I feel like, I feel like this was um, a comprehensive discussion about mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to be in a mentorship right now. I think that everyone should always have somebody that is mentoring them mm -hmm. and should always be men looking to mentor others. Absolutely. And you have to make sure you're mentally, physically, and emotionally, emotionally ready. 
Yeah. Okay. If you are in a very hard time in your life and um, things don't seem to be going right, you might need to take a step back to figure out how do I heal myself before I run out and find a mentor. Because if you're not in the right place, the right frame of mind, I don't know if you're going to be able to attract the right the right energy or the person to help you get where you need to go. Or you might find a, someone who can men- mentor you on a different level. Like there's professional, there's maybe there's academia, and then there's maybe some personal mentor personal uh, mentorship that you need but you need to be open and willing to do the work um one of the things i find um seems to be at a standstill people are still resistant to therapy and they will come to me we'll have these conversations and it may not be a, a official mentorship but it's definitely a mentoring type of situation where they're going through something they're going through a change and i already seek i see these things and if I say, hey, you know what, you might want to look for a therapist because blah, blah, blah. A lot of times they say, yeah, but, or there's this resistance. And at that point, when I find that resistance, I'm not pushing it because that's not my job. They're not ready. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's not my job. If you come to me with something and I give it to you, I want you to really think about it and at least take the step to see where that where that gets you. Because I find, you know, people look, people are looking for free therapy. And as a friend, yes, I'm supportive. I'm this, but I'm not your therapist. I'm sorry. Right. So please make sure that you guys are ready and willing to and willing to make that move. Be open and really do the work on yourself. Um, as we gear up, I don't know if I should... And, uh, we're going to just talk about it real quick. We are definitely getting ready for a um, our first uh, retreat, so to speak. So as we talk about all these things... We're going to give you more information later on as time goes by and make sure you guys are ready, willing, and open because Monique don't got time for that, okay? <laughs> All right. And it's going to be life-changing. Absolutely. Absolutely life-changing. Absolutely. So um, I'll leave it off to Satori to end it up. And as usual, we're going to leave you with a quote. This quote is from Steven Spielberg. The delicate balance of mentoring someone is not creating them in your own image, but giving them the opportunity to create themselves. So at that note, be good, be open, and always look for growth. Bye. Bye.